Hey, so buying your first home is an exciting experience and the key to doing it properly is to prepare yourself and understand what you have to do before you even start looking for a home. Here's the five steps to buying your first home up next. Hey guys, welcome back to Money Talks with me, Nabil Khan, where we start a real conversation about money for you to build the right mindsets, habits, and education in your journey to financial freedom. So what are the five steps to buying your first home? Number one, guys, review your finances. So before you even start looking for your perfect first home, guys, you need to answer the question, can I really afford it? Reviewing your finances doesn't mean that you have the money available every single month that the bond calculator tells you that you need to have. No, it means, can you, after paying the costs of your new home, still grow your wealth every single year from the time that you buy your home? So let's look at what that looks like. Here's a checklist, guys. Have you done your budget accurately and have an exact number to what has to be spent every month for food, car, data, clothing, retirement savings, investments, and lifestyle items? Consider how moving to a certain area will affect your transport costs and factor that in. Now ask yourself, after bond repayments with levies, rates and taxes, water and electricity and insurance, what's left in your budget? Now that's not all, so let's go back. Do you have an emergency fund of three to six months worth of living expenses? Do you have enough after those emergency funds available for at least a 10% deposit, transfer costs and duties? Have you planned for furnishing costs? So if you're feeling overwhelmed by now, that's great because it means you are present in your decision. So here's a tip. Never sacrifice, never sacrifice, never sacrifice your habit of savings just to make room to pay for things on that checklist. Just don't do it, guys. Never do this. The better solution almost always is to delay your purchase. Wait a little bit before buying your perfect first home. Or another solution is find another income. Create a side hustle. Find ways to make money but never sacrifice your current habits. It took you long enough to build them. It's not worth it. It just isn't worth it to kill those habits and put yourself in a position where every single month you have your first home. It's great, the novelty wears off and it sucks. I just can't stress how important it is for you to keep your habits going and grow your position every single year. And if this is the only thing that you take from this video and understand it and internalize it, I'm happy you don't need to watch the rest of this video, but stay on to the rest of the video so you can screenshot the tips and checklist at the end of the video. So let's move on to number two. Can you get approved for a bond? So before a seller accepts any offer to purchase, they usually require you to be pre-approved for a bond. So meet with your bank or lender to assess your approval for a bond. They usually go through a checklist of your credit score, your assets, your debts, your investments, your income, and they'll probably put pre-existing conditions, kind of like maybe you need to put a deposit down. But the most important thing is they will give you an interest rate what it's going to cost for you to borrow this money. And here is a tip, guys. Always shop around. Spend some time looking at the different lenders, different banks, and what rates they're going to give you because that interest rate is the key to paying more or less over the term of your bond. Do some research online and build your understanding of repayments and the cost of debt. So number three, consider area. Different areas have different prices attached to housing and different areas also might have older houses which adds to your costs to put in the work to fix them up. 
keep an open mind when considering areas because the same development in the area that you're looking at could be cheaper to buy in a different area that adds a few kilometers to your daily commute, but it might be worth the saving. But also an area too far away might still be cheaper to buy in, but factor in the cost of traveling every single day and don't forget that traffic may not be good for your well-being. So number four, you've found the perfect first home and it's amazing and you really appreciate it even more because you've followed steps one to three, but it doesn't end there. Revisit your finances. You went to go see a home and it was amazing. You walked in and you're like, wow, this is it. It ticks all the boxes on the checklist and I'm seeing that lovely picture on that wall. The TV can be there. Wait, we need a TV. Definitely need an Xbox. How stunning would that couch look right there? This bedroom can fit a king-size bed. And I know, I mean, we spend one third of our lives in our bedroom, so we need to get the best bedding. PlayStation is cool too, guys. What does that furniture cost? Do a final check and make a list when you go visit that place and see if that bathroom thing needs to be fixed, if any taps are leaking, how many lights need to be replaced and factor that back into your budget that you did in the checklist in the beginning. Don't make the mistake guys of overextending yourselves because it's the last step, it's very exciting. So just put those extra costs back into your calculation and now you're sure. So now let's move on to number five, leveraging your offer. So you've done your homework in one of the biggest financial decisions of your life and it's exciting and you know you've got this. So don't fall in line with the process yet. Do some further research into the actual property that you're going to buy. Very few people know this, but you could actually Google the address of the place and it will show you what years that property was sold before and at what price. Take a look at some calculators online if it's worth it to buy the property at that price or if it's cheaper to rent or buy. If you research this place correctly and sit with a professional that has done this many times before, you might get ideas on how to negotiate the rates of conveyancing fees, how to lower the origination costs, how to set up your offer to purchase so you have the upper hand and might not be stuck paying occupational rent, how to negotiate the offer. I mean, you've gone so far already, you might as well avoid as many mistakes right now, right before you're about to get this place. Thanks for watching guys, I really hope this helped you. Let me know in the comments below if you actually learned something from this. So please guys, like, subscribe and share this video if you found it helpful. And remember, the best tips and feedback do come from you guys. So let's start a conversation and let's build this thing so that people can benefit. And as promised guys, here's the checklist. Screenshot it, share it, use it and I wish it benefits you. And I'll catch you guys in the next one.